The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends around the world. Specific prophetic events are now seeming to speed up. These major prophetic events prophesied in the Bible will definitely change your entire life. But think about this, my friends. Has Almighty God's inspired word completely omitted speaking about the wealthiest and most powerful nations of the last 200 years, the United States and Britain? Many Bible students have asked, why are the American and British people seemingly left out of Bible prophecy? Or are they? Could God Almighty seemingly have forgotten about the rise of these powerful nations? No way! My friends, I will now reveal to you some of the most inspiring and important prophecies in all the Bible. Stay tuned. Again, my friends, though the Bible gives specific prophecies about ancient Babylon, Egypt, Rome, and other great nations and empires, why are the most powerful nations in modern times seemingly left out of Bible prophecy? The startling truth is they are not left out. As most of you Bible students know, Satan the devil is described in the inspired Word of God over and over in this way. Turn to Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. Here's what God says about Satan the devil. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Satan has deceived the whole world. What great area of deception could be more important than to confuse the entire world about the real identity of the United States and Great Britain? Open your eyes and open your mind. Please be willing to prove all things for a correct understanding of the prophetic identity of the American and British descended peoples is vital. It's a vital key to help you fully understand the exciting prophetic events taking place right now all over this world. Ask yourself, why did the British and American people suddenly surge ahead to become together the most powerful peoples on earth until very recently? My friends, in 1803, the small American colonies on America's east coast suddenly acquired a vast territory which evolved into 15 different states, the virtual breadbasket of America. Picture the rolling corn and wheat fields of America's Midwest. Most of the states of Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, and other states. This was all part of God's virtual gift to America in 1803. It was part of the famous Louisiana Purchase. Even today, historians shake their heads at the very tiny price comparatively paid for this vast expense of territory. Also about the same time, Great Britain became the banking and financial capital of the whole world. Again, my friends, between us, the British and American people soon controlled over two-thirds of the developed resources of the entire world. Wow! 
Could anything that significant be totally left out of end-time Bible prophecy? Also, as most of you should know, together the British descended and American people stood together, and we together won the two greatest wars in human history, World War I and World War II. We fought together, always together, and we won. Remember the final events of World War II found the Japanese Empire surrendering to the American and British. Millions around the world were emotionally moved as they saw General Douglas MacArthur on behalf of the Allied Nations accepting the Japanese surrender on the battleship Missouri. Why were we given so much power? Why were we given many of the richest parts of this entire globe? The answer is found in the pages of your Bible. Turn with me now to an inspiring prophecy, an inspiring promise from God to the ancient patriarch Abraham. Turn in your Bible to Genesis 12. Let's start right back at the beginning, Genesis chapter 12 and your Bible. So many have misunderstood this. They've only stood a little part of it, but they don't really get it. You should get it. Notice Genesis chapter 12 and beginning here in verse 1. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your kindred, from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. Abraham obeyed God, he tells us later. He just did what God said. To a land that I will show you, I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed." Many Protestant ministers understand this last part. All nations will be blessed through the promised spiritual seed, Jesus Christ. But notice the earlier part of this great promise. He said, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. A great nation? Turn to Genesis 13, and let's see how God keeps expanding on this promise. I could just give you part of this through the Bible we have a book that will give you all of it, explain it more fully. It's a powerful thing. Genesis 13 now, beginning in verse 14. Turn to verse 14 now. And the Lord had said to Abraham, after Lot had separated, Lift up your eyes now, and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward, for all the land which you see I will give you and your descendants forever, and I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. Down through time, Abraham has had hundreds and hundreds of millions of descendants. God has given this blessing he promised. God's promise definitely includes the great national blessings as well as the promise of grace. At this point, my friends, I want to offer you absolutely free a copy of a genuinely powerful booklet. It's entitled, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. Notice this booklet. It gives you the vital key to really understand the end-time prophecies of your Bible. It's vital to understand prophecy. The United States and Great Britain and prophecy will help you realize the real meaning of current events which are destined to impact all of our lives very soon. My friends, this is a truly vital piece of literature which gives you the important key. It's the key to really understand end-time prophecy. You need it. So call us or write us today and request your free copy of this eye-opening booklet, The United States and Great Britain and Prophecy, Call right now before you forget. 
You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now, my friends, back to our topic, the United States and Britain and prophecy. Remember, my friends, we have already seen that God promised Abraham that his descendants would become a great nation and would be numbered like the dust of the earth. Now notice how this promise was enlarged in Genesis 17, verse 4. As for me, God said, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of many nations." the father of many nations, no longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. So Abraham is now to become the father of many different nations, a tremendous promise. And then he said, I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. God enlarged this promise again and again. Notice now Genesis 22 in verse 15, the angel of the Lord, who literally was Christ at this point, called to Abram a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. In blessing I will bless you, and in multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. Think about that. What have been the most important gates in modern times for military conquest, control of the seas, control of various parts of the world, and commercial importance? Let's go ahead now and see what God said in chapter 24. Turn to Genesis 24, where again God enlarges on this statement that he made. So they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant and his men, and they blessed Rebekah, and they said to her, Our sister, may you become the mother of thousands of ten thousands, and may your descendants possess the gates, this is plural now, gates of those who hate them. Gates are openings, and the main modern gates that the historians even talk about are sea gates. There's been the Khyber Pass, which used to be controlled by Britain, by the way, when they controlled India. But the big sea gates all over this earth were controlled for many decades by Great Britain. And the one great sea gate by America, the Panama Canal. The British descended and American peoples were given together the choicest parts of the entire earth and nearly all of the vital sea gates so important for international commerce and war. Picture, my friends, the vital sea gates such as the Suez Canal, 
the Babel Mondeb at the southern entrance to the Red Sea, Simonson, which controlled the tip around South Africa, the Malacca Straits, controlling that very over area near Indonesia, so vital it even talked about today in world defense. And, of course, Gibraltar and the Panama Canal. All these were given to our peoples and all these sea gates except for Gibraltar and the Falkland Islands have all been taken away. They've all been taken away. My friends, if we as a people continue to turn ourselves away from God and His Word, He will probably take away these two remaining sea gates as well. Read it about it in your newspaper, what's happening in the Falkland Islands, and how the Argentinians are agitating to get it back, how the European Union is backing up Spain, agitating to get Gibraltar away from the British. Why are all these gates being taken away? Is that an accident? My friends, now read carefully Jacob's prophetic blessing on the two sons of Joseph, Ephraim and Manasseh. And remember that Jacob's name was changed after he turned to God. It was changed to Israel. Notice, turn with me to Genesis chapter 48, if you would. Genesis chapter 48 in your Bible and see what God says here in verse 17. Notice Genesis 48. Let's start in verse 14, if you would. Then Israel stretched out his hand, his right hand, verse 14, and laid it on Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, guiding his hands knowingly. God guided him because God intended this younger son to have even greater blessings because the younger son was to control the greatest empire in human history, much bigger and more powerful at its peak than the Roman Empire had ever been. And the older son was to become the United States of America, the greatest single nation on the face of the earth by far at the end of the age. So his left hand was on Manasseh's head. And then he blessed Joseph through his two sons here, Ephraim and Manasseh. And he said, God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who fed me all my all life long to this day, the angel who's redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. Let my name be named on them. So Ephraim and Manasseh bear the name Israel, not Judah. The Jews are Judah, but the name of Israel is to be put on these two peoples, on the peoples of modern Ephraim and Manasseh. Let my name be named on them. And the name of my fathers Abraham, Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. And then later it shows how his father refused to move his hands. He intended to bless the younger son. And he says, I know, my son, he also, that is Manasseh, shall become a people. He also shall be great, as the United States has been absolutely great. But truly his younger brother, Ephraim, later to become the British Empire, shall be greater than he, and his descendants shall become a multitude, or as some of the translations have it, a company or a commonwealth of nations. Some people get mixed up and they think all those blessings were to go to Judah. No, it was not to the Jews. The Jews have been a comparatively small nation and, a, and not a powerful nation since the days of David and Solomon. Notice First Chronicles, First Chronicles chapter 5, verse 1. God says, now the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, he was indeed the firstborn, but because he defiled his father's bed, his birthright was given to the sons of Joseph. So the genealogy is not listed according to the birthright. 
Yet Judah prevailed over his brothers, and from him was to come the ruler. Yes, the Messiah was to come from the Jews, and they've been a wonderful people, and they have that blessing. Although the birthright was Joseph's. Chapter 5 of 1 Chronicles, verse 2. The birthright was Joseph's. He was given these national blessings, and these blessings have caused the American and British descended peoples together to win World War I, World War II, the first Gulf War, and all kinds of other wars and skirmishes around the world as long as we stood together. Think about it. Now let's go back to Joseph's blessings in Genesis 49. And remember, my friends, that we, the American descendants, peoples, are the peoples of Joseph and through Ephraim and Manasseh. We are the sons of Joseph, and that is why we have received these remarkable national blessings. It's not that we are better. We have our own sins. It's because of God's immutable promise to Abraham, God's promise. So let's understand that. Turn now, if you would, to Genesis 49 and verse 22. He says, Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a well, and his branches run over the wall. The archers have bitterly hated him, or grieved him, shot at him out, and hated him. But his bow remained in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel, by the God of your father who will help you, and by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies under, Magnificent blessings of the riches of the earth and of the sea have been given to the British and American peoples. Blessings of the breasts and of the womb. Wonderful children and a healthy environment have grown to be the greatest peoples in modern times. The blessings of your father have excelled the blessings of my ancestors, Jacob prophesied, up to the utmost bounds of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the fruit of the crown of him who was separate from his brothers." Joseph was separate, remember. He was sold into slavery. In modern times, the British moved off the shores of the European continent, and the Americans went clear 3,000 miles across the sea to a separate part. And the other parts of the British migrated to Canada, to Australia, to New Zealand, to South Africa, and to other parts, and made those areas of the world great. Think about it. My friends, picture the broad plains of the American Midwest, the mighty Rocky Mountains, the beauty of Yosemite National Park, the majesty of the Grand Canyon in Arizona. As you read these verses, what I just read here, and think about it, he says, the blessings of your father have excelled the blessings of my ancestors, the utmost bound of the everlasting hill. You can almost picture yourself singing, God bless America, from the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam. God bless America. My home, sweet home. I'm not a singer, but I'll recite the words. You who live in the former realms of the British Empire no doubt understand the majestic beauty of the vast plains of Australia, South Africa, and elsewhere that God gave your peoples as well, even greater than America, because it's all over the earth. My friends, please do not despise God's wonderful blessings on our peoples. It is very real it has happened. It has changed modern history. And if you or any self-appointed experts don't understand this yet, frankly, you will agree later when Jesus Christ returns as King of Kings and the full truth of God's plan is revealed. 
Again, my friends, be absolutely sure to call us or write us for your free copy of this absolutely inspiring booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. This is a wonderful booklet. This booklet gives you the vital key to really understand the prophecies of your Bible. It will make world news come alive in your newspapers and magazines and television news. You'll understand when you read this booklet the things that are starting to happen right now. The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy, this booklet will help you realize the real meaning of current events that are destined to impact all our lives very soon. My friends, this is a truly vital piece of literature which gives you the important key to end-time prophecy. So call us or write us today and request your free copy of this eye-opening booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. Call right now before you forget. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, why are so many of these awesome national blessings being taken away? I think most of you know. Here is what Almighty God told our own forefathers. Here's what God said in His inspired word for our day today. when you understand it. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 4, Deuteronomy 4. Read it in your Bible. Check up on me. Verse 24, He said here, The eternal your God is a jealous God. When you beget children and grandchildren, talking to our forefathers, as you'll see, and have grown old in the land and act corruptly, that's what we've done. We've been here over 200 years in the United States and the British even longer in their great empire. And you act, begin to act corruptly and make a carved image in the form of anything and do evil in the sight of the Lord your God to provoke Him to anger. We have all kinds of idols that we make, material idols, We've turned away from God. We've turned away from the right understanding of marriage. We've turned away from the right approach to God to keep His commandments. We've turned away from almost everything that God has said. We have begun to turn away from our Creator. We despise God's laws by our actions. We've removed God from the public market. We've removed God from the center place of our nation. So let's understand that. I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that I will soon utterly, or you will soon utterly perish from the land which you cross over the Jordan to possess. You will not prolong your days in it, but you will be utterly destroyed. And the eternal will scatter you. Notice, my friends, this is what God said to our ancestors as we turn away from God in the latter day. The eternal will scatter you from among, among the peoples and you will be left few in number among the nations 
where the Lord will drive you, and there you will serve gods. Our people serve other gods. The work of men's hands, wood and stone, to neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But from there, once we've been taken into national captivity and slavery, God will deal with us and humble us in a way we have never been humbled. From there, he said, you will seek the Lord your God. And many of you who are hearing this now may wake up later. If you don't listen now, you'll listen then and think about what you've heard. From there, you will seek the Lord your God with all your heart, and you shall find him when you seek him, or if you seek him, with all your heart and with all your soul. That's the way, my friends, we need to learn to seek God. We need to learn to read and study this book. We need to pray to God Almighty, the Creator, the real God on our knees, and seek God with all our hearts. We've had magnificent blessings, and now we find that everything seems to be going wrong, and the blessings are taken away. Only two Seagates are left of all the eight or nine major ones God gave us. Only Gibraltar and the Falkland Islands are left. They'll probably be taken away, at least one of them, maybe both of them, the next few years. Specific things affecting major nations, major cities. Why? Because there is a real God, and God is in charge of world affairs, as most people don't understand today. May God help all of us to understand the wonderful truth as to why the American and British descended peoples have been so awesomely blessed. For there is a very real God He says, as you are taken into slavery, you will seek God with all your heart and all your soul, and you'll find him then when you do that. When you're in distress, verse 30, read verse 30, and all these things come upon you when? In the latter days, our day, now, in the latter days, this is going to take place. Right now, my friends, before Christ's second coming, when you turn to the Lord your God, and finally then, as he's indicating, after your captivity, obey his voice. So we need to understand, God is a merciful God. He will forgive us. He will bring us back once we really repent. But if we don't repent now, as a people, we may be taken into the greatest national captivity in human history. We may be brought down and shaken until we know that God is real. God is now beginning to intervene again in human affairs, as this eye-opening booklet, The United States and Britain in Prophecy, explains. Get it. Study it. So may God Almighty help you and your loved ones to heed and to have the protection of the God who gives us life and breath. My friends, tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you will gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of the current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week, right here at this same time. See you right here next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.